0: So then we'll go ahead and get started. So that way, um, I don't know how long it's going to take. I don't want to go over the hour. So my thought was, I'll go over my notes and if a question comes up, write it down so that if I don't answer your question as we're going through, we can do a, a question and answer at the end. Does that sound good? Okay, so um, I do a lot of vendor events. And the reason is because um, I really started doing them a lot here in Hawaii because I don't know people in Hawaii. So does everybody know what a vendor event is? Like if you don't say I don't.
1: I do them myself. In fact, I have one coming up soon.
0: Okay, cool. Does somebody has somebody not ever done one or is never or does just doesn't know what they are? Okay, good. <clears throat> so then the next thing is, why do you want to do a vendor event? You have to know why you're doing one. You have to go in with certain intention of doing a vendor event. If you're going in thinking you're going to sell 10, 20 kits, you're going to be highly disappointed. I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but it's not going to happen. It's, I mean, It's super rare when you can get two, three kits sold at a one-day vendor event it's possible at a three day vendor event. So, um, you really have to go in knowing what is the purpose. And for me, it's to make contact with people, to meet new people, get some leads. So when you look at a vendor event, so like I will do, um, a two or three day event, maybe once or twice a year. It depends on the cost and who's coming in it with me. I will do two vendor events a month, little ones. I'm talking like $25, $50 vendor events at like high schools, elementary schools, little farmer market kind of thing, something small. But again, it's just to get out there and meet people. Um, But for me, it's also personal training. So when you go to do a vendor event, also look at it as a really inexpensive way for you to train yourself on how to speak to people. Because the more and more and more and more you talk to people, the more comfortable you are, the more confident you are, the more you look like a professional, (laughs) even though you don't know maybe what you're, you know, you don't know at all. But if you just are repeating the same thing over and over, you're solid. And then a person can come up to you and say, this girl knows what she's talking about or guy. Okay. So, um, but for me, it's also meeting other vendors because as you do these events, you're meeting kind of the same vendors and you start recognizing people. You start to of say, Hey, how are you doing? And they start talking. So vendor events is more for contacts. The way you're going to get kit sales is going to be in the follow up, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. All right. Where do I find vendor events? I find them mostly on Facebook. On Facebook, um, I found a group and you can find groups and there, you can search um, vendor events, you can go local vendor events, you can do your area code and vendor events. So do different creative words on search in your search engine on Facebook, like um, pop-ups, local pop-ups, um, farmers markets, things like that, because they all have great um, Facebook groups and then you can just add yourself and then just make sure you turn the notifications on to that one so that anytime a new vendor event comes up, then you can jump right on it. The other place I find a lot of events under is on um, Eventbrite. If you just go on to Eventbrite, you'll see all kinds of events. You can change it if you want to focus on health, if you want to focus on wellness, if you want to focus on pets, and then you see all these events coming up. Look for the website and then just send them a quick message. Hey, are you taking vendors? Um, the other one, too, is on Facebook under events. And events, they'll show you all your local events. So you can go on to events and see what's happening around you. And then, again, see. If, and then, if you want to look at your big vendor events, then you're going to look at your bazaars, your
2: Christmas. Um, Christmas events, see the name of the company. so you have tons and tons and
0: tons of avenues to find vendor events. Um, craft fairs, so here in Hawaii, there are tons and tons of vendor events and mostly are craft fairs where they'll say, we do not want direct sales of vendors. So this is where I started making um, some Malabi necklaces, just because I like making them, it was just for me. But I needed to find a way to get into some of these craft fairs. So this is what I did is I, I have my necklaces, and then I use them as diffuser necklaces. So when a person buys a necklace, I'm gifting them an oil. I'm explaining how an oil, sage oil, can help them with their beads, and then they get to select another oil to go with their meditation prayer practice. Then I grab their contact info, and then I follow up with them to see how they're liking their product. So my intention there is to introduce them to Young Living Essential Oils, through another avenue. I'm trying to look for another group of people and get my foot in, in front of people. So if you do macrame, if you do, I don't know, anything that you're creative, or you know somebody who's creative, then partner with that person and go in and do vendor events. You set up a diffuser with a couple of your little oils and you can gift them oils to the craft person when they sell an item. Does that make sense? Like if you have a person who makes, I don't know, like those little baggies to put rice in them to heat them for, what are they called? Hot rags or hot pockets or, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So partner up with somebody that's very crafty, that that person is selling their craft and then you will be the oil side. So just get your diffuser going and then add some oils, but it's really important to get their contact information. And have a list of classes that you're offering, right? So that is how I'm trying to get into craft fairs, a whole nother area of people, right? So that's craft fairs. Um, You got to know your market also. In vendor events, the question had come up to sell or not to sell essential oils. To offer the basic kit or not to offer the basic kit. So in the past, for me, the basic kit was a waste of money because it was $45. To me, you're throwing money away. $35 is more reasonable because our basic kits just dropped in price. So um, I think somebody was saying that their area, it's a lower income area, so people aren't comfortable spending or can't spend $165. This is where you're going to talk to the person and meet them where they are. Right. If you feel that this person really wants the oils, but they can't do the 165 right now, but they really want the one oil, then sell them a basic kit. This way you are grabbing their contact information and you're following up and then teaching them the value of your oils, the value of your team, the value of the community, and then there'll be a slower start. Yes, you won't make any money right up front, but again, always have your intention in front of you. It's for the long haul, right? It's not a race. It's just nice and steady. And that person is going to be super grateful, super appreciative of you for not trying to shove something down their throat that they cannot afford right now. So it's okay to offer the basic. If it's like a, for me, it's like, you know, I can just tell they really want to do it and you don't want to lose them. So then offer the basic kit. Do you sell oils? I just started selling um, or carried this last time some oils. And I carried um, the lower price end oils. And the reason is because I saw another vendor, not a vendor, um, can't remember her name. I think her name is Karen. It's vendor successes or success with vendor events. There's a Facebook group. And um, I watched her video and she said she was bringing oils And then what she was doing was creating a retail account for those people. So they would buy the oil from her, she would charge them and everything and then create a retail account. And she would charge them retail price, just not the shipping and the tax. So she would create a retail account and this was her way of capturing that sale, that person and then following up with them. Well, it's been changed. So when you go in to create an account, because I tried to do this, it doesn't let you create a retail account unless the person goes in and shops. And then at checkout, it creates the retail account. So I shot myself in the foot without doing my research. And I had these oils and no way of capturing the sale, or at least the contact information. So what I did instead was, as soon as the person bought the oil, I said, no problem. I had them fill out a little slip. I said, give me your information so I can send you some info on Lemon Thieves. Cypress, whatever the oil was and they're like, Oh yeah, no problem. And they would give me their info. Okay. I would sell the oil at retail price and what I did is at my vendor event. I just had like a little wooden spice rack and I had my oils there and you have to put a sign, do not open (laughs) because people will try to open those and smell them. And then I had a price sheet I had a list right there of all the oils and the prices so they could quickly see what they were looking at. And then you just start a conversation with them. I did come across people who are already Young Living members, right? Coming to look for oils. So I didn't say, no, you couldn't buy the oil. I just said, sure, no problem. And they said, and I'd give them the price, right? It's retail. And they says, but I'm a member. Oh, great. Do you have an account? I'm like, oh well, yeah. I'm like, oh, so why aren't you ordering? Well, I'm not sure. I just, you know, I'm like, oh great. In the meantime, I'm taking out the little credit card swiper to charge, and then I tell them the price again. And then they'll say, but I'm a member. And I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm. Like, I'm not gonna give you my wholesale price. If you're a member, you can order from your account, you pay the shipping and the tax. I'm not your supplier. So then again, I repeat the price. And so then they go, oh, Well, I go, is your account active? Well, I'm not sure. I'm like, well, you can always reactivate and I can give you my ID number. So at that point, I give her a brochure and I show her, here's my ID number. I would love to have you on our team. Right. And you leave it at that. That's it. They pay you full price and then they walk off. Right. Just because a person's a member, you're not their supplier. That's for sure. Sorry. They can order it from their account. You never know, they might just reactivate with you. <laughs> she might reactivate if I gave her my wholesale price, but I don't know. But I had a few of those. So did so, you offer
1: like mainly the Vitality Oils? And if you I did- I had a mix.
0: I try to stay, I try to keep things under 20 bucks, right? So I try to stay on the lower end because I don't wanna put out a big investment out on that part. So this was my first try. I liked it, it was good. Um, I think I could have done better with getting their information. Um, however, this also does help you recuperate some of your expenses too, because you're making that little bit of commission off of that oil. Not much. Um, so that's what I did with the oils. That's totally up to you if you want to sell or not sell. The way I set up my vendor events, <clears throat> so. It really depends on the space. I never, never stand behind my table. I'm always in front of the table. So I will generally do an L shape or like a U shape, right? You know, so if I have a space like an eight by eight or a 10 by 10, I will try to put two tables and one back table. On my corners, on one side, if I only have an L shape on one corner, it will be a, let me grab it and I'll show you because it's easier. I put this mother on there. I put this thing here. And the reason is because this is an eye catcher. When you go to a vendor event, you have between five and eight seconds to catch a person's attention. Next time you go to a vendor event, I want you to stop in front of, or not stop, actually walk. And as you look at a booth, I want you to count how many seconds did it take you to figure out what they were selling. And if it takes you more than eight seconds, you keep walking, right? So do this with me. Close your guys' eyes. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Picture yourself at a vendor event, and you're just kind of walking with your spouse. You're walking with your kids. You're walking with your dog, whatever. Close your eyes. If you look over, let's say to the right, right, and you're looking at vendor event, I always look up to see the sign. What is their name of the company? That's 1,001. Work down to the right, 1,002. Look to the center, 1,003. Look to the left, 1,004. I look back up to the person, 1,005. I'm done. Done. I've already scanned that whole booth. And that within those seconds, I know if I want to walk in or if I want to walk out, right? So with that, you need to make your table very clear in 5 seconds what you're all about. So if you have yes.
1: So I do the same. However, I get a lot of children, but I did two fairs. How would you go about to where you're not having to weed through so many children that are trying to guess how many oils are in the bottle?
0: Doesn't matter. I still take the inf- I still let them fill out a form And then I just write on the form child and I'm gonna put the name of the mom because the mom, they have to give me an adult's phone number to contact them because I'm not calling a child. And a child usually puts their mom's phone number. So then I'm gonna attach it next to the mom's slip. So I'll tell them, hey mom, can you fill out a slip too? Okay, so when I set up my tables, I have this thing in the corner and then I have the aria. So this is kind of towards the back, and then I have the Aria diffuser and the whole kit set up. And then I go to the left. I have the rain, uh, the rainstone, yeah, the rainstone, and the kit. And then I have the um, desert mist. So I'm going from high to low, from right to left. The table behind me has all my other stuff. Has like my thieves collection. Has my Ningxia collection, and has supplements. And I don't have it all spread out. I have them grouped. Here's this group, here's this group, here's this group. Because I need them to go boom, boom, boom. I don't have anything with tiny writings. I don't have any flyers out for them. I hand out flyers. I don't have pages, of a bunch of words for them to read, because nobody stops to read them, and it's taking up space and clutter on your table. I have a very big banner up against the back, And if I'm up against the wall, I tape it or I drape it. So I have a banner so they know who we are. That's if I have an L-shaped booth. So then I have my diffusers from high to low. And at that point, I'm walking them through. And then on the back wall is just all the filler stuff. Um, If it's just the one table, then I'm just doing most of it over three quarters of my table so that I can stand on one side of it, but I'm in front of my table. Okay, does that give you guys an idea? I hope that's clear of how I set up my tables. Um, and I do have the catalog out. That's the only literature that's out. So let me see, uh, the five second rule. You can do um, big poster boards. You can get these at Vista Prints or Office Max that has like the foam boards of the thieves kit or the NingXia kit right? Or the savvy kit. And then at the top, write something out really simple. Got toxic free cleaners? Or do you know what's in your makeup? I know what's in mine. Really big, bold, simple that's going to catch their attention. And you can put these, they're like 18 by 36 posters, and you can just stand them up or hang them or use a little tripod. You can use those in the background if you don't have the collection of thieves or Ningxia or the whole makeup. Just get that. And that is an attention grabber as well. Um, let's see what else, what else bring a portable charger, but I'm talking about something so you can plug your diffusers in, right? Because that's what brings people in. They look at that Aria and everybody falls in love the way of the mist and the smell. It doesn't matter what vendor event we're at. People always compliment on the smell that just brings people in. The other thing that brings people in is that I drop oils on people. I don't put it on their bodies, I have them put their hand out. So when we do vendor events with my girls, I have them each pick whatever oil they love, that they adore, right? So for me, I love abundance and clarity. So those are the oils I'll offer to people. And as people are walking by, don't be intimidated, put some Valor on your throat, (laughs) get that going right? So you can speak, put on whatever oils you love and just ask people, Hey, how are you doing? And they look at you like, Oh, hi. And they say, would you like a drop of oils? And they're like, um, yeah, come here, come smell. So they'll come over and I go, which one would you like? And I have them smell. Most men like clarity. Most women like abundance. And so then I go, here you go. Open your hand. And so I drop it, go, Take a deep breath, put it in your hair, your shoulders, and tell me what you think. And they're like, oh my gosh. And then you start a conversation. Do you use oils? Oh, really? What for? Oh, and then I walk them over to my kids. And I show in these oils, I have blah, 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 blah. Do you struggle with any of these? So you ask them questions, right? So I grab the person and then I bring them over and gently guide them to the back so that when my partner... Is there that person now walks up to the front and does the same thing. So we are rotating around each other. This is how you share space. Okay, as I'm talking to this person, depending on the conversation. I'll give them a brochure and then I'll ask them. Hey, would you like to guess how many oils we have in here. Fill out a form and my top 10 will win a prize. Oh, great. They're more likely to fill it out when I say my top 10 people because then they think, oh, I've got a chance. So they fill out the form. I have them put the number and then I take it. This is my lead my contact. If whoever is with me is doing the same thing. She's going to collect the slip and that's her contact right if my team member is speaking, and I hear that she's struggling with something, or she'll say, hey, Gracie, I'll plug in, and then I plug myself right out. That is not my lead. That is her lead. Hope that makes sense. That's how we dance around when we have two or three people in our booth. If it's really quiet, and there's not a lot of activity, we kind of rotate within 15 minutes. That's like just kind of like I was in the front, becoming okay, a step back, then the next person and so forth. You kind of dance around each other. Um, if there's just two of us and it's just one little table, remember I had said I kind of fill up only three quarters of the table and leave a bit over here on the side. This is where I can stand out of the way and just sit or bring that person over so that the rest of the stuff can be seen. I do the same technique with cross-line sisters. I explain the exact same thing. Whoever I'm starting a conversation with, that's my contact. Whoever you're starting a conversation, that's your lead. And you keep your slips. You just write on the back your conversation, what they were wearing, what, you know, kind of hair, you know, ethnicity, what they were, you know, what did they, did they have kids with them? Anything that's going to trigger memory when you call them back, okay? When it comes down to um, expenses... I split it three ways, or four ways, or five ways, however many we are, and I try to make it fair all across the board. We make sure that everybody labels their products, so then it comes down to picking up your stuff and taking everything apart. You don't get things lost. Um, And that's how I do it with um, Crossline Sisters and within my own team. Now with my own team, I try to stay out of the way more Like, once they've heard me repeat it over and over and they've got an idea of how to speak to people, then I tend to step back and let them go up and feel more comfortable and start grabbing their own contacts. Um, That's just training. It's a way to train. Um, Let me see. What else? Um, When I talk to somebody, most people will ask me, oh my gosh, about the air, Aria, how much is this? I'll tell them the retail price, and then I'll tell them the retail price if they were to buy everything by the kit, and then I tell them, but if you become a member, when you become a member, I'll say when. if, when you become a member, this is actually $265. This is your membership, and then that starts dialogue. Uh, let's see. So once my vendor events are done, then it's the follow-up. This is where you cannot lose the momentum. You got to go when it's everything is still warm. So if it's a one-day event, obviously you can text them that night. Depends on how early or how late it is. If it's a three-day event, I'm drained. I'm really exhausted. So I will follow up on a Monday. And so I will grab... Every single one, I don't care what they answered, how they answered, I am responding and thanking every single person that I met that weekend. And so then I will make a text and I'll send it out to everybody and I send my text out to my team, the ones that were there with me so that they can get an idea of what I'm saying. I just tell them change it up the way way you want but this is what I'm sending to my team. Please make sure you get back to them no later than Monday. You've got to get back to the people that you met. And so then this is my text. I say, Aloha, you know, Susie. This is Gracie with Young Living. Thank you so much for stopping by our booth at the, this, in this case, it was the Ohm Expo. I'm sorry, but you were not one of my top 10 guessers. You guessed, um, 40 and there was 91 bottles. So I will be specific. I'll let them know, hey, this is what you wrote down and this is how much there was, right, within the jar. But I hate giving bad news. I would love to send you a little something just for taking the time and playing, just for taking the time for playing. Would you like something for stress, sleep or pain? I can mail or meet you for some coffee slash tea. Once again, thanks for speaking with me. It was truly a pleasure meeting you, and I hope to see you at one of our events. That's the text I send. And I get about 50% response is my average. People will text back, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Clearly those who won I do find the top 10 people. And then I send them a little something different It's like, oh my gosh, you're one of my top 10 people. La, la. And they're so excited. They're so excited to know how close they were to that number. So it's all about making them feel special and notice and that you remembered them. Right. And they get back to me and then I mail them, whatever it is, or I meet with them. And I sit I have coffee. We have a conversation and I always, always send them a schedule of my classes. With that, at my vendor events, I also have printed my classes, and it's in a frame. That's the only thing that's framed, and I have them take a picture. Would you like to come to our classes? Here they are, and they're like, oh, my gosh, and they're taking pictures. They're taking pictures of our classes, so they know that we are offering education, right? So I send them that text, and then based on their response, then I answer, and then I mail, and then I follow up with about five to seven days because that's how long it takes for them to receive their package and get it going and i don't give 100 percent instructions when i send product to them i tell them as soon as you get this give me a call so i can tell you how to use it and i'll get a call or a text and then we'll have a little bit of conversation based on that and say oh my gosh you're gonna love it like um my top 10 winners i sent them a a one ounce spray bottle with a little bit of lavender And that's it. The purpose is for them to call me to tell them, hey, you got to put water in that. That's your linen spray, right? Same with some other uh, rollers. I didn't label what it was for because I want them to know they got to call me so I can tell you, oh, that's stress away. I want you to roll it, da-da-da-da, right? So that's one follow-up after they receive the product. And then I'll follow up again to remind them, hey, I've got a class on this day. Would love to see you. How are you doing with those oils? And then I get dialogue again. So that's how I keep follow up with my um, contacts.
1: Now, are these contacts that showed interest of either wanting to be a part of a class or uh, wanting to host a class? Or is it also the people that were just hoping to guess the number of I mean, because if you're at a big event, a bazaar, a fair, you could have a 100-something entries in your jar.
0: Yeah. I'm still sending it to everybody. I'm still sending it to everybody. Because here's the thing. I had one girl. She actually had already her husband had an account so on her slip i didn't even speak to her i remember what she looked at because i had a real quick tell her oh yeah just put your number somewhere on the top and i saw that um a description of her and what she was wearing that's all i wrote on here i didn't talk to her i didn't have a conversation with her and she filled out um no for a premium starter kit and she wrote in parentheses i already have one but she would like to come to a class she would like to do she said yes yes to everything and i'm like okay I still sent her the information. She still guessed. I sent her the prize. She was so excited. She's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, great. Then I sent her the information about the vouchers. I sent it to everybody.
1: But I guess maybe my question should have been, if a person did not check off any of the boxes, all they did was write a name Mm -hmm. and an email address or a name and a phone number, but they're not interested
0: in anything. I still sent them the info. Okay. I still sent the, I was saying this girl said she already had a kit and she bought a kit for me. I just asked. There's some people you just asked, like I'm telling, there's some people that say no and I still sent them the, the, um, the text and they wanted the prize and I was like, hey, and then I asked you, would you like me to send you our class schedule? And they say, oh yeah, that's great. And that was the person that was like, all nose, put a line right through the nose. I'm like, Okay. They want my class schedule so i'm going to send them my class schedule a lot of times you're not going to get you're not going to see the the results of your work for six months or more or more a year right i have i'm not sure if she's on here now hannah one of my girls i met her at a pet ex no home and garden expo in virginia beach I did not follow up with her very well. Really, I maybe sent one text, maybe. I was horrible at it. And I thought, all right, I've got her info. And that expo was coming up again, and we were going to be there. And I said, hey, we're going to be at the expo. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe it's been a whole year since the last time, you know, we spoke. Da, da, da. And she messaged me. She's like, oh, my gosh, yes, I'll come to that expo. I want, was thinking about getting oils. She got a kit. And she's now building. You just never, ever, ever know. So I do message everybody, and then I write notes on my little slips, and then I will transfer them to another sheet, um, just to keep it all neat and organized, and it's in my funnel uh, binder. Um, let's see. Your consistency with following up, checking in with them, offering them classes you know, saying, Hey, I've got this going on this week. I've got this going on this month is what's going to keep you in their minds whenever they're ready to jump. And here's what I've noticed too, that people are really hearing about, uh, um, paying attention now, mostly about essential oils. So they're more willing to talk to you at vendor events. Whereas a year ago, people were like, eh, you know, I don't know. Now people are like, there was moments where we were each, we had three or four girls in a booth and everybody was in a deep conversation with somebody. So people are more awake to the idea of essential oils. They've already tried the crap and they know there's oils that really do work. So now they're starting to come to you. So please, please don't be afraid to share an oil to the grumpiest, frumpiest person walking by, right? You're gonna change their day. I had a guy who was like, just miserable, and I was like, Oh, I don't want to talk to him, right? And I'm like, Gracie, come on, it's no big deal. And so then I come up to the gentleman, I'm like, Would you like a drop of oils? <laughs> like, oh my gosh, he's gonna chew my head off. <laughs> and his wife was talking to somebody, and he was just annoyed. And he looks at me, he's like, Well, what are those oils gonna do for me? I'm like, They're gonna make you feel really happy. And he looked at me like, I go, Which one would you like? <laughs> right. And so then I had him smell each one and he goes, this one. And I'm like, all right. And so I put it in his hand. I'm like, all right, take a few deep breaths. And he's breathing. And I go, just go around like this and then breathe again. And he's like, uh-huh. and I go, how do you feel? You happy? He's like, actually, I am. I feel pretty darn good. Come here. And he calls his son. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. <laughs> so, and so then he goes, what? He goes, put the oil on him. Put it on him. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. I put the oil on him. And then he goes, how do you feel? Well, I don't know. The son's like, I don't know. You're pressuring me. No, no, come on, smell it. How do you feel? And I'm I'm like, this guy's insane. Well, well, it feels great. It feels good. No, you're supposed to feel happy. You're supposed to be happy. But that man completely changed. Completely changed. So you just never know when you're going to change somebody's attitude. But you got to check yours first. You know, just be happy. You're just talking to people. That's it. And we're in this business for people. And that's all I got. Who's got questions?
1: I'm excited because this last year I've been doing all my events alone. And so I'm actually, I have a committed person on December 8th to come with me someone in my team, so I'm uh, and I try and be simple, but I do have the three diffusers, and then um, but I've never had all of it, like the thieves and the ninja and mainly because I've been by myself, and when you have that many people in all different directions, I can't keep an eye on the table the whole entire time, not Um, when you're visiting.
0: Well, let me back up on that one all of my bottles are empty. <laughs> they're empties. They're not the full thing. Like, you know, they're not at all. And you oh don't have goodness. to put those up there either.
1: Yeah.
0: It's just a visual so that people understand that it's more than just oils because a person might not be all into the oils. They might be totally looking for the toxic free clinic cleaners. This is where those posters come in. The poster boards come in really handy because they're like, wait, what do you mean? It, what is that? You know? or the savvy or the other kit. So it's just a visual. And this is why I put it on the back table because my focus is the diffusers. Yes. And in the back, I can block the view of the back, right? Because it's the back table. But the easiest tables are the ones on the sides to view. So you want your main things and don't clutter. Like I don't have the little smelling salts or the jars. I don't have little signs. I don't have any of that. I let the kit do what it's supposed to do simple and you're teaching others to make it very simple as well
1: i go with empty everything too because i'm the one carrying it in and carrying it out and i actually have a little cart i got from walmart to put my totes in to wheel it around to Mm -hmm. save on my back um what i have decided to do though is maybe this time not have like the shampoos the conditioners but whatever and in those wax. I was going to have a couple of DYI's because it's the gift season, Christmas, and mm-hmm. so do you ever bring DYI's? Not at all. But I would like them to see that for those that want to, it's a very doable and very
0: simple. Well, I'm sure maybe you can create like a stand Featuring different things that you can make, you know, very simple oils, very simple, because you don't want to confuse thinking that they can buy that. Absolutely. Right. So it's like, Hey, this is what you can do with your oils. You can make great gifts with them, you know, but this is why you offer a class you put up there as a DIY class. Once a month, I show you how to make things. Once a month we do a mixology. I put on their mixology. So I teach you how to make stuff. Um, so you can just put your list of classes so they know, oh my gosh, I'm not just buying oils because a lot of people are intimidated by buying oils. They don't know what to do with them. So then if you're saying, if you're showing, here are my dates, here's the classes. And the other thing with doing that is that it's keeping you accountable and you don't have to cancel out on yourself. <laughs> you got to do the class because you people took pictures of it. What else? Gracie. Hi, Drew here. Hi. Hi, I came in late, but my question is, when you're doing like craft fairs and fall festivals where people have things for sale, Mm -hmm. I get the question a lot about, is this for sale? Can I get this oil? They want to buy that individual thing. And I'm sorry if you already answered this. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is... So this is the first time this last um, month I did one like that where I carried oils with me. So then I do have some and they're displayed. These are for sale and I have a price sheet and I charge them full retail. So they do have the option, but you have to be really good at getting their contact information. And what I did was like, hey, give me your number so that I can send you some information about that oil, right? So then you got to remember that over the weekend or on Monday, send them a little blurp of something about lavender, if they bought lavender and then something else and then something else so that you have dialogue with them. So that's totally up to you. Um, I just warn, um, keep it uh, budget-friendly because you don't want to be a wholesaler. You don't want to be a, a store, right? Because we're not. you're not growing your business that way. It's about um, getting more numbers more people to talk to and educate um the craft fair that i'm doing go ahead no thank you keep keep talking okay so the craft fair that i'm doing i'm not selling oils i'm selling a necklace it's a like a mala bead necklace i'm gonna have my diffuser going and then i have little oils that i'm giving them that is part of that purchase and at that point of saying, I have classes, I do classes with oils. I have people that come in and I'm doing meditation with oils, if you're interested, and then I'll get their phone number that way. Super smart. Mm-hmm. Find something that you like, that you love to do. It's for me, it's a creative outlet. So it's a de-stressor to do this. Sorry about that. What else? <laughs> Some call came in. I was like, I don't know who you are. Um, what else? What other questions do you have? Um, real quick. So I had to do a, not had to do, I wanted to do this vendor event, and I did not have any team members to do it at all. And it was a $600 vendor event. I'm like, oh, but I really wanted to do this vendor event. So we reached out to um, some cross-line sisters. When you do an event and you really want to do it, do it and reach out to Crossline Sisters. But if you're going to do that, you need to be very, very specific on ground rules, right? How it's going to work. Because um, if it's your team, obviously, if it's your downline, then you're all helping your own family tree. But if you've got crosslines, this is where misunderstandings and feelings can get hurt, right? So you got to be very specific on how things are going to be paid and how are you going to keep your leads and how you're going to rotate your time. Because sometimes it will feel like, you know, one person's been standing up front for 30 minutes while the other person didn't get a chance to stand up at the front. This is where you got to figure out how you're going to rotate the space and the time so that everybody has a fair shot. And if you're feeling like you're just stuck there, go walk and meet the vendors go drop some oils on the vendors, you know, bless them with some abundance, explain what it is, you know, wish them great luck for the weekend and, you know, say, Hey, come by our booth or give them your card. Any other questions? Yes. I have one more question. (laughs) When you have your um, oil or your say diffuser necklace or whatever for sale, um, Mm -hmm are you using like a PayPal here or something like that? I just, the, I just got the little square The square. part. Yeah. I just got the square and it worked really fine. It was really easy to use. Do you charge it a percent? Worked... No, I didn't. It's such a small percentage on each transaction. I just covered it all under the retail part of it with the oils, with my necklaces for that part. I've already, increase the price of my product so it'll be covered in there Mm -hmm. okay thanks but just be careful that you don't get sucked into creating an Etsy shop or creating you're becoming a crafter just always remember this is just for me to open up a different demographic or a different group of people or for instance here in Hawaii people love to have little things to buy they want to take it with them so they're not spending big bucks on Diffuser kits, you know. So, this is a good thing that they take, and then you can connect and make a friendship there. So, just know your area, what you're needing, what your people need, what they're looking for. You can you else? Thank you. You're welcome. I don't know if there was anybody typing in questions. If somebody can, the chats. Okay, sorry. Um, anything else? Andrea, you got anything for us?
2: No? I asked her if he had any questions, He said no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that was really good. Um, thank you for uh, all of that. It's just like blowing my mind you have, you probably do have pictures of your setup. Um, I do. I have at least one. Would you mind sharing that? in view Yep. So we can get a handle on how you. I've seen your setup before, but then um, everybody can see.
0: Yeah. Your oh, setup. here's the other thing too. Um, when you're at your vendor events, do not wear red and do not wear orange. Try to avoid the black tops. And the reason is because um, subconsciously red is the red, you know, a stoplight. It's a warning. It's don't go. So you don't want any red. You don't want any orange because that, again, is a a warning color. You want to do your greens, your purples, your pinks, your blues, because that's welcoming and warming to the eye, right? So you're a little friendlier. Black is harsh. So wear black bottoms and then a brighter top. Um, If you can get yourself a Young Living t-shirt, then just own it. Get your t-shirt in or um, something that says Young Living so that as you're walking by and the vendors see you, they know who you are, right? Um, And it's also really easy to have something with pockets so that you can keep your oils on you so that you're not constantly looking all over the place whose is what. It's just easy. In your pockets, drop, drop, and go.
1: Or get an oil belt off of Amazon.
0: Yeah, <laughs> or an oil belt, <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> you get a lot of strange looks, and that also makes for conversation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I do also show the basic kit. I had, do have it set up, and it's at the very end. Like, oh, here's this sad little kit with just an oil.
2: <laughs> that is just amazing, Gracie. Thank you. You're very Thank you so welcome. Much. That is such great info for all of us. And I know it's gonna help all of us. And I I think even if somebody has done vendor events in the past and they didn't like them, not like because they don't like people, but just because they felt like there was no receptivity, I think it would be worth people chatting again, as you say. I have seen an astonishing shift from the first vendor event I did in two thousand sixteen or whatever. Yeah. To now. Oh, me too.
0: Oh, me too. I didn't like him. I really didn't. I just knew I needed to meet some people. Um, And I just, I like people, but I, I, I'm not one to start conversations. Like I'm not um, like if I'm at a party or whatever. I'm not the the conversation starter. If you start talking to me, then I'll talk to you, but I'm not the one that starts, but at a vendor event, it makes you do that because people aren't really going to come in and talk to you. It's very rare when, not that often they'll come and take a look, and then you. But you still got to talk to them. You still got to say hi. You still got to say something. So um, just change your perspective on what's the purpose of doing the vendor event, and you're not bothering people. They're there because they want to be there. This is a really great opportunity to talk to somebody who's curious about just stuff, you know. And they're coming in to see what they've got, what you've got, you know. Um, yeah.
1: Do Do you recommend um, any of the oily, uh, oh gosh, um, apps like the EO bar? So when they do get their kits, that they have that tool when they're on the go, whatever. uh they got a migraine. They can pull out their phone and. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Later, I do. I have them um, download one of the apps the one from Discover Life Science. When I have a new person buy a kit, I give them the desk reference. And, and I carry a, a few of these at the vendor events. When somebody buys a kit at the vendor event, I don't give them jewelry, I don't give them the cutesy stuff because that to me, they can do that on their own. I, I wanna empower them with resources. So right off the bat, I give them one of these. I give them the best box ever. They go home with the brochure with my information on it, right? And then I give them the starter kit experience, the 20 day starter kit experience, so that when they get it, they've got some information in their hands. And then I invite them over for um, I'll do a mixology class. And that's where I teach them how to use the products in their kit. So they bring their box with them, just the box, no diffuser. And then I have them go through everything. So we'll make a linen spray, a body scrub, like we'll have them make the Ningxia drink. So all these little things, I show them how to make rollers. We talk about carry rolls. So they leave like, wow, this is awesome. And then they go home with all of that stuff. That's like their follow-up. So then I show them the apps and then I talk about resources. Does that answer your question?
2: Incredible. (laughs) Yes. (laughs)
0: And so that it's just called a mixology class and I do it once a month for all the new people um and that's free to them the first time and then if they want to come back and do it again then it's five dollars an item anything
2: else thank you gracie maybe we have to do another zoom call on mixology classes because we (laughs) Silly. It's just it's really, a lot of stuff
0: to too. <laughs> it's just really easy stuff, guys. It's so easy.
2: I love it. Thank
0: sure, you. anytime. Yeah, anytime.
2: Mahalo. <laughs> Mahalo. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Gracie, for teaching us. Thank you, Teresa. My pleasure. Hopefully Lisa, my mom, Sabrina and Claudia all for having on. This is thank you and I will repost it so that we can um, enjoy
0: it with all our team. Awesome, and hope you guys have great success with your vendor events.
2: Thank you. Good night.
0: Good night.